presented by Anchor.fm. Sean, would you trust any other brand? No, I downloaded the app because me and you talked about doing this forever, and I know this app is one of the solid apps if you want to get your podcast together. Absolutely. It distributes to all major podcast platforms, including Apple, Google, and Spotify. Actually, Anchor is a division of Spotify, so you'll see that the first time out, um, and it will every time you'll see new episodes, and that's how we do what we do here. You can record them, split them up. You don't have to record on the app, but you can download it, look at your analytics and all that good stuff on Anchor.fm, the website, or in the App Store or Google Play. I know if I need to listen to the podcast to do on Spotify, it's so good to know Anchor's always got my back. Absolutely. Now back to the show, or the beginning of the show, whichever it is. Sixty-six. The tag team division used to be stacked, but now there's just a mid tag team division and a mid trios division. Sixty-seven. This has been a problem since the early days of AEW and persists to this day. There's just too many factions in AEW. Sixty-eight. AEW's booking of Wardlow has been questionable to say the least. He could have been a big star, but his momentum has been thwarted way too many times. Sixty-nine. He used to be a big star in WWE, but now he's just another guy in AEW. Seventy. Miro could have been a big star in AEW, especially with his Redeemer gimmick, right, but all the momentum with him has been lost. Due How do you think Keith Lee, Miro, and Orlo's careers are going right now? No, not good. That good, huh? <laughs> um... Oh, really good, apparently. Keith Lee. I want Keith Lee to go for the TNT title. Right. He could use something like that. I want Uh Wardlow. Well, Wardlow's on the path to just take out MJF. Yeah, he's at least somewhat coming back. I want MJF to be in a in a in a three-way match at World's End for the world title. But I want him to like really put on like like fucking like put some mustard on his anger, man. Like make make MJF understand like I'm going to fucking kill you. Do you understand me? Like you messed up my entire career, and I have been booked as mids ever since then, and I'm going to kill you at World's End, and I'm going to take your title and laugh at your face in your hometown. Do you fucking understand me? And Samoa Joe, you're just there. You're just there. Understand that you're just there and in my way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could definitely benefit... From that because yeah because all those guys that started also strong and then all of a sudden Miro disappears from TV Warlord is he's defending his title against people you know he's gonna beat and then 
Keith Lee is off and on TV. For he'll be he'll be booked real strong for a month or two, and then all of a sudden you don't see him anymore. So yeah, they all need a good. I think Miro should be some sort of like. You know how CJ Perry's like trying to be like a, a, a agent or whatever. Right. I think Miro should be like um um like a um what what's the word I'm looking for? There's a term for this. Um, well, advocate belly. Like some sort of tester, like a, um, like a measuring stick to whether whether they should be under her management. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well. And then, okay. like. Be the man that trades these guys. Yeah, even though like they said they had too many factions, but I think they just need a different set of factions. And Miro with a bunch of young guys would probably be a, a good one. Yeah. And so then if Miro does get injured, he can hide it a little bit better. Yeah, and then CJ Perry can then manage the talent that that passes through Miro's coaching. Right. Now that, that, that right there, that's some good booking right there. There you go. Let's keep going. Due to poor booking. 71. Malachi Black could have also been a big star fighting for the TNT title and the world title, but he's been stuck in Trio's action for a while. This is a problem. 72. Buddy Matthews is a killer, but he hasn't reached his potential in AEW due to him being stuck in House of Black. He was better in WWE. 73. Athena is doing some of the best work of her career in Ring of Honor, but she should be on the biggest stage of Dynamite to showcase her talents. 74. Andrade has been mishandled in AEW. He could have been one of the biggest Latino stars in wrestling, but poor booking has prevented this. Yeah. 75. Action Andretti scored a big singles win over Chris Jericho, but yeah, they AEW did fall, hadn't followed up on follow him and now he's just another guy. Yeah. 76. Only bringing out Abaddon to wrestle on Dynamite once per year around Halloween is ridiculous. Either fire her or feature her more. 77. Yeah. Besides MJF, the rest of the four pillars are playing mainly side piece roles. Second of all, uh, has anyone ever seen Abaddon without her makeup? Uh, I think I did once. Does she just not like being seen without her makeup? Well, she's living her gimmick, like... Like, I, like I think I was, the only reason I saw her was because she was not in a wrestling ring, I think. But yeah, she's just living, lives her gimmick where she has her face makeup on and she doesn't take it off. Uh, she doesn't do social media with it off. She just, she lives that. She lives that. There's also, as someone who's, uh, you know, does makeup often, mm -hmm. 
there's a lot of pressure in society on women to look great. So that that could play a part in it, but it could also just be self-esteem related if it's not related well, to the right she, she has horror makeup. Like, she looks like a horror movie character. Uh, yeah. She's got uh, contacts in and usually it's white face paint with like maybe black around the mouth, uh, maybe blood around the the crown, and she's got two big dimples piercings to play into it. So, oh, I like that. Yeah, so she's very she's very much a and that's how she plays it off as she's a kind of like a a horror movie villain. Like okay, you're more likely definitely uh Yeah, like your yeah, she's like your American, the Ring, lady. Mm-hmm. I love it. So yeah, she's she very much likes living that that way because not living that way, but for her wrestling gimmick, that's how she wants to do it. Seems like the four pillars are there to hold up all the talent. Seventy-eight. Watching anything to do with Matt Hardy is quite honestly painful. Get him off our TV screens. 79. Jeff Jarrett should not be featured on AEW as much as he is. We He's talked about that one earlier too. Yeah. In the past. 80. Katsuyori Shibata almost died in the ring a few years ago. There's a reason why New Japan don't allow him to wrestle for them. Something catastrophic could happen to him at any time, but AEW allows him to yeah. do whatever he wants. Almost had a heart attack 81. Tony oh Khan is too afraid to fire contracts run out. For us. He should be more ruthless in these matters. 82. Instead of firing their biggest star and draw CM Punk, AEW should have instead fired Jack Perry for the all-in London yeah. brawl. And we talked AW about that one too. At the end of the day, and Jack Perry doesn't draw like Punk. 83. Mm, AEW no lets Stu Grayson go just to rehire him a few Brando. months later and then let him sit at home and suck money from AEW. This is the problem. 84. Man. Wrestlers are allowed they to take too need from AEW and this ultimately hurts let the product. People go 85. Referees in AEW are almost non-existent. They are meant to enforce the rules, but they just let the wrestlers do whatever they want almost all the time. 86. Aubrey Edwards clearly has main character syndrome. She wants to be the center of attention so bad and get herself over, which is not what a referee is supposed to do. 87. That's your girl. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold the fucking phone. Hold on, hold the fucking phone. Hold on. Hold on. Let me tell you something. Let me let's 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 just talk let's 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 just, let's just talk about this for a second. Alright. Let's talk about this for a second. Aubrey Edwards is an excellent referee. This is what I want to see out of a referee. Male or female, I don't care. Uh, what's it? Uh, what's the what's the dude referee? Uh, bald head. Um, That's like three of them in AEW. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, Knox? Uh, yeah. Rick Knox, yeah. Rick, yeah, Rick Knox. They're funny. They're... I mean, yeah, they're not supposed to be a... a, a <laughs> they're not supposed to be an element that you care about in the match, but, like, right. if they're in there, shit, give them something to do other than just call a pin or 
or or ring the bell for submission or 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 call for disqualification but like shit she's moving the program along like everyone is a part of performance in the show aubrey edwards knows what she's fucking doing let her do what she's got to do don't fucking hate on aubrey edwards you asshole <laughs> Yeah. That being said, Jay, <laughs> you'll find that many current and old and current and past wrestlers, and even referees like, yeah, uh, fucking that. Uh, his name, Michael. Oh, what's his face? Cheeto, not Cheeto. His from a WWE. I forget his last name. Starts with a C though. He's at the prominent guy who's there forever until he fired him during the pandemic. Mike Kyoto. Kyoto, that's it, Kyoto. Even Mike Kyoto has said, not about her specifically, but just talking refereeing in general, is that, yeah, you're part of the show, but you're just supposed to be, you're not even a, a you're not even a background dancer. You're just, wait, you're like in the band in the back. You're just there to help help everything you're supposed to add flavor but nobody's supposed to be nobody's supposed to be noticing you and so if somebody's noticing you then you've done something horribly wrong but yeah. i do get i do get what you say like yeah like it's because with rick knox he's the guy who kind of started that in california they they always involved him in wrestling they would he would take bumps they would let him do uh, moves on wrestlers. It's like, and it, and it made the California scene like a little bit, it made it that much better and it makes AEW that much better. But I have seen seen it where it could be too much. So I would not say don't, don't say don't let her do anything, but I would say reel her back a little bit. Like, like yeah, yeah. I know, I know that you girl. Whatever. But yeah, I'm just saying she can reel it back a little bit. Whatever, right, man. She's she's good. Yeah. Right, Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough of attention so bad and get herself over which is not what a referee is supposed that to face. do 87 <laughs> the anti-semitic storyline involving juice robinson and mjf was tasteless considering 1400 jews were murdered by hamas prior to that segment yeah i could have waited a week or two oh man they definitely need like an acting coach Oh man, this is just like uh, I didn't understand what that meant, but I I'm guessing it's something anti-Semitic. Well, Jewish people are known for pinching pities and being oh, and picking, yeah, up, yeah, yeah, any, okay. picking up any coins they can find. Sorry, I'm back. I had to go get the fucking hat off of the beardy dragon. No worries, we're just talking about Jews. Ah, okay. <laughs> Doesn't even better than I. <laughs> I'm part of two different communities that are just a bunch of fucking weirdos. This community of my <laughs> friends and the cop community. 
Fair enough. Are there a lot of people uh, in the COD community are uh, how we say feral for the characters? So I've seen and heard a lot of weird shit. <laughs> you saying that doesn't even register on the radar anymore. Good lord. Domino! Oh, my lord. What is with this fucking cat and the fucking. Well, you named him Domino. Yeah. I didn't name him. I adopted him. I just didn't change his name. Well, change it to a non-pizza restaurant. <laughs> no, like, when I got him, I, the reason I didn't change his name when I got him is because I wasn't planning on keeping him. Uh, I had a black cat. My friend kind of just manipulated me into it. And then gotcha. I got a cat, and now I have a cat. It'd be like that sometimes. Who is a fucking dumbass, apparently. Don't touch it. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I thought, you dumbass. So he likes to jump onto the, the Bearded Dragon's tank and mm -hmm. pop the lights occasionally. He's popped the heat lamp. You think that would be hot, even to yeah, a cat? it is. <laughs> huh? Maybe, maybe he just likes and heat. He's, he's fine, by the way. He doesn't ever put his paw on it and hold it. He just went bop and didn't realize it was hot and ran. Oh, fair enough. I always check, usually, but at this point. He's done it so many times that I'm just like, okay. Yeah, well, you know, you're fine. Lesson learned. Fucking dumbass. That segment. 88. The bad acting in segments is just cringe at times. The whole segment with Nick Wayne's mom was not good. 89. Yeah. Two black men breaking into a white man's house in Virginia and cutting a promo on a baby that's unattended is so unrealistic that it's quite honestly ridiculous. 90. The claims are cool, but celebrating the 69th day of a title run is just plain silly. It feels kind of like a bad middle school joke at this point. Why would this incentivize viewers to tune in? 91. Even though their promo went off script and they began shooting, Edge calling Ricky Starks a vanilla midget version of The Rock is just too far. Comments like that can bury a young talent. 92. Powerhouse Hobbs' TNT title reign was largely forgettable due to bad booking, yeah. but AEW should have yeah. went in on him because he could be but a huge star for the future. 93. Excalibur speeding through announcements on commentary yeah. to the point that he's <laughs> yeah. using at first, oh, but it just gets a bit ridiculous like while. Give the man more time. 94. AEW has been in negotiation with Warner Brothers for a couple of months now for a new TV deal, but negotiations have been stalling due to AEW's recent That's going to suck if they don't get it. AEW is not concerned with growing their audience. They are more concerned with pleasing their hardcore fan base. 96. AEW have lost the revolutionary feel that they had in the early days of AEW, and it just feels like another wrestling show. 97. AEW are having an identity crisis. They used to be like NXT on the steroids, but TNT, now they are a mix of late TNA, days WCW and 2010's TNA. 98. AEW is not the alternative anymore. They are conforming to the WWE way of doing things, and this is hurting them. 99. AEW is just not the same product that we all fell in love with. I'll leave it at that. Thanks for watching this video. If you enjoyed this video, please subscribe right, to the also, please like. Is AEW the same as it was in 2019? Um, honestly, I think, I think that AEW is still the AEW that I knew in 2019. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, um, I think that 
there are um, some things that can there are definitely some things that can be improved um, but honestly I still watch a pay-per-view on on AEW television and I still remind myself why I love professional wrestling you know yeah, I just don't get that feeling anymore when I watch WWE. That's fair. Yeah, because I've, I would say AEW has changed since 2019. Uh, some for the better, some not. Um, it is kind of getting a little not bland. Well, bland would be a bad word, but more predictable. And granted, most of wrestling is kind of predictable, but still. Um, I think if they followed some of this advice and kind of just let their TV programming not be as great as their pay-per-views, then they would definitely get more eyes on their pay-per-views, which would get them more money. But if they're just looking to get more eyes, period, then I would, for them, just get rid of the pay-per-views or if you and maybe or if you want to do something, maybe do like utilize YouTube and do like a members only stream where there's yes yes members only stream for not even pay per view type style wrestling, but like say I don't know why they ever got rid of well they got rid of Dark and Dark Evolution when they were the most at their work, at their least favorable because basically it would be one AEW talent and local talent, and you know who was going to win. But if they go back to the way Dark used to be, where it was just to show the matches they couldn't put on TV because for whatever amount of because they didn't have enough time. I think if they went to that, but they like do that, do Dark with the talent that isn't the main eventers mm -hmm. give them more TV time but mm -hmm. on YouTube and then like have their TV time and then for these members only streams they can do that's when they can put alright here's Kenny Omega versus Action Andrade or, Jer or Jericho versus uh, let's say Ricky well not really stars because they've wrestled before. Like Jericho versus like Buddy, mm -hmm. like Buddy Matthews or something. Something you don't normally see. Like not those dream matches that they want to put on Dynamite. They could put those on the membership only stream. And like if they do more online stuff, I think that would build up more of their audience because that's kind of where it's all coming down to. They got to have a strong, and they do have a strong social media presence. I think they need to cater more to getting more eyes on their social media presence. Yeah. So, yeah. So I would say it's not the same for me, but yeah, like I said, there's room to work with. It's not dead in the water, but it just, for me, it just doesn't feel the same. 
Yeah. But that was the 99 problems with the AEW, Jay. Yeah. I think it was very well covered. I think he was wrong about Aubrey Edwards. But yeah. I, I think I think he was very well covered. Um, yeah, right. Or, I guess, for a level-headed discussion about AEW, I think that's probably the best you're going to get. Yeah. Because there are people who are not fans of uh, Audrey Audrey Edwards um, who don't like her, I guess, not being a part, being a part of the ring, not being just a part of the ring, but being her own spectacle. And there's people who like you, who, who like, who enjoy it, that find it as much as part, it's a good part of AEW. So, yeah. But I think this is about as close as a level-headed discussion about what's the criticisms you can have towards AEW, as you're probably ever going to get from somebody on the internet. Yeah. Yep, I I think that covers about all of it. Yeah. It only took us two hours to go through 13 minutes. Right? I figured it would. All right, folks. Ugh. We'd love to know what you think about everything that you, you heard us talk about here. Um, we thank you for listening. For those who watched live, we thank you for watching us live. If you're listening... Huh? And we thank Sierra for showing up. <laughs> We're glad she showed up. I'm probably going to play some games off air. For those of you yes. watching live, don't worry. I'll be back later tonight for J Jones Live Saturday night. It's Wonder Weekend. We'll be playing. And I'll be here to torture him again. Of course you will. Uh, we'll be playing some <laughs> Super Mario Brothers Wonder. <laughs> Whoop whoop. <laughs> <laughs> um, um Yeah. Yeah. Uh shush. <laughs> so <No>. I think <laughs> with with that in mind, I thank y'all for, for joining us all. <laughs> I swear to God, yes. I, I I thank y'all for joining us here on this on this broadcast. Uh, please, if you're if you're listening on Patreon, uh, leave a comment. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you want us to cover next time. If yep, you're listening, if you're listening us on the podcast platform of your choice, definitely let us know what you want us to listen to or talk about next time. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it, probably. Oh, maybe. yeah, we'll talk about it. Probably, maybe. I don't know. You might. You might. And for those who wanted the 90s nostalgia part, I always have that as a backup. So until we utilize that card, it'll always be in Jay's back pocket. And so we will always have a chance to go to the 90s. It's in my back pocket. Time travel. It's, it's on my back pocket. It, it hurts. It's big. 
Until then. Well, maybe don't sit on it. Oh my god. Until then, what? I'm. Until oh, then. My cat scared me. <laughs> that's karma. Yeah, I know. She, that's what you should name your cat, Karma. I already had a mouse named Karma that was supposed to be a girl, but turned out to be a boy and got two of the other girls pregnant. That is Karma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Until then, I'm Jay Jones. Thanks for guys, John. The Morbid Lady Nikki. And we are the Pixelated, the pixelated Men. people. And because there's a woman. <laughs> yeah. I'm Close enough. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.